1: It's a deliberate thing. Don't, you know, when you find yourself getting frustrated with God, getting angry with God, recognize that for what it is and set it aside. It's a doubt, it's doubting his character, it's doubting his goodness, it's, it's doubting who he is. Push it aside, wage war against doubt. Dig a deeper foundation so that you know what you believe, you know why you believe it, and then when the doubts come, you can just blow them away.
0: Sometimes life happens and it's easy to start falling away from the gospel. In the message today, Pastor Robert will explain the danger of drifting farther away from the Lord. Instead of allowing God's word to fade into the background, will you make it your foundation as you move forward? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: Point
1: number two, second thing I want you to know, is that Jesus actually praised John to the crowd. John sends these two guys. He's having doubts. He finds himself in prison. He thought he was going to be rescued. I'm convinced of it. And Jesus basically is saying to John, It ain't going to happen. How do I know that? Because he, he said, Right here, he said, Surely I say to you, among those born of women, there's not risen one greater than John the Baptist. In other words, no greater human has ever lived. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Why is that? Well, because he who is least in the kingdom of heaven already has the spirit of the living God dwelling within and making him alive. You can't be part of the kingdom of heaven without that. The life of God, the spirit of God dwelling within. John didn't have that yet. Not yet. But point number three is, is that answer. Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. See, Jesus points him back to Scripture. Points him back to Scripture. He says, John, remember what you know to be true from the Bible. And he points him back. In effect, what he was saying to John is, you know I'm the guy. I'm just not doing what you thought I was going to do. There was one theory that there would be two Messiahs because they they saw in the scripture that the Messiah was gonna come and and he was gonna restore the greatness of Israel. He was gonna establish the kingdom of God there and he was gonna sit on the throne of David. But they also saw some scriptures that seemed to say that he was gonna suffer and die. And, And so there was this theory that there would be the suffering Messiah but there would also be the triumphant king. Messiah. Because they couldn't reconcile the two. They didn't understand how it was going to work. And Jesus said, blessed is the one who's not offended because of me. I'm not going to do this the way you thought. But remember what the scriptures say. Isaiah 35:4. say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. And the eyes of the blind shall be opened. The ears of the deaf shall be unstopped then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. Isaiah 8, 14 to 18, he will be as a sanctuary, but a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken, be snared and taken. Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples, and I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. Here am I and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. You see, Jesus was, was understanding toward John because he knew what was going on. And the thing that's striking to me is if one of the greatest men of God to ever live had doubts and questions, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay. He's not offended. God isn't offended by your questions. God understands that we have doubts, but we have to understand that it's still sin. The fact that our fallen nature, by nature, questions the perfect nature of God doesn't make it good. It's still sin. James chapter 1 verse 2 says, My brother, encounter all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, the idea there being perseverance, endurance. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it'll be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now, now see, that seems to condemn doubting, right? Well, yeah, because, again, doubting is still sin. Even though it's normal, Even though he understands it, even though he welcomes our questions and he, you know, he even, listen, he even, he deliberately brings them up. You see, the Bible places all of this within the context of of trials and testing. He's like, don't be shocked when you go through this stuff because God deliberately allows these things to prompt the questions that we need to ask now, not later. We need to ask them now. You need to ask these questions now. John believed until he found himself in a prison cell because of his faith. And then he had questions. He had doubts. The shallowness of his faith was brought right out into the light where it had to be dealt with. Jesus trains us to not doubt his character, his goodness. He trains us. And he deliberately brings up these Questions we have until we learn not to be offended by the fact that He does things differently than we would. As we learn to trust Him, trust in His nature, trust in His character, He cleanses us. Let me close with something by Spurgeon here. He wrote on this subject, Charles Spurgeon said, perhaps your affliction will continue upon you till you dare to trust your God, then it shall end. Full many there be who have been tried and sore vexed, till at the last they've been driven in sheer desperation to exercise faith in God. And the moment of their faith has been the instant of their deliverance. They have seen whether God would keep his promise or not. Oh, I pray you doubt him no longer. Please not Satan, and vex not yourself by indulging any more those hard thoughts of God. Think it not a light matter to doubt Jehovah. Remember, it is a sin, and not a little sin either, but in the highest degree criminal. The angels never doubted him, nor the devils either. We alone, out of all the beings that God has fashioned, dishonor him by unbelief and tarnish his honor by mistrust. Shame upon us for this. Our God does not deserve to be so basely suspected. In our past life, we've proved Him to be true and faithful to His Word. And with so many instances of His love and of His kindness, as we have received, and are daily receiving at His hands, it is base and inexcusable that we suffer a doubt to sojourn within our heart. May we henceforth wage a constant war against doubts of our God, enemies to our peace and to His honor, And with an unstaggering faith, believe that what he has promised, he will also perform. Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. Listen, he actually knows what's best for you. And one of the things that that he makes clear in the scripture is best for you is to go through some stuff, to actually go through some trials, go through some hardships, go through some struggles, so that these questions, these doubts can be raised to the surface and cleansed away. It's a deliberate thing. Don't you know, When you find yourself getting frustrated with God, getting angry with God, recognize that for what it is and set it aside. It's a doubt. It's doubting his character. It's doubting his goodness. It's, it's doubting who he is. Push it aside. Wage war against doubt. Dig a deeper foundation so that you know what you believe, you know why you believe it, and then when the doubts come, You can just blow them away. His
2: love is the name. His love is the name
0: thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy
1: Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button.
0: Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.